Noah. Dude. What's up? How are we doing, my friend? Not too shabby, not too shabby. Aaron Rodgers. Man. Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, we both, we both saw what he said. Uh, do you have the quote or do I need to look it up? Uh, let me pull it up. Hold on. Give us some background first, though. Well, so <clears throat> we know, I don't know if all of our viewers know, but the Packers recently drafted Jordan Love, the, uh, the, coincidentally the QB that Noah does not love. Um, they drafted him out of Utah. And we talked about it a couple weeks ago about how it was interesting because we didn't think that Aaron Rodgers was, you know, draft his replacement old, you know. Um, so we thought that was a pretty surprising move on the Packers' part. And, I mean, clearly Aaron Rodgers was a little miffed about it too. I mean, which we both kind of predicted he would be. Um, I think it's definitely fair to say. I mean, no, no quarterback likes his replacement being drafted, especially when he thinks he's got a lot of time left, right? That's what. Right. That's what. That, I mean, I, w- I, I certainly wouldn't be ecstatic if my dr- my replacement was drafted. Or like, think about, think about if you were at work, Noah. Like, like let's say, like few years down the road, you're you're a lawyer and or whatever, whatever you're doing, and your boss comes up and they're like, "Hey, we just brought in a guy who has the same credentials and position as you, and we think that in two years he's going to do the job better than you. We're going to go ahead and get, cut you loose." I mean, wouldn't wouldn't you be kind <laughs> of wouldn't you be kind of mad? <laughs> I think that's yeah. I think that's you know, and I'm guilty of this too. We like. We we get on players for being like selfish, and uh, yeah. we call them all these things. But if you think about it, like this is their livelihood. Like we kind of we kind of well forget, we we, well, we do we kind also, of forget that this is their job. It is I, their job, but at the same time, like Aaron Rodgers is, was the highest paid player, um, like of all time. Uh, exactly, like gross, exactly. Gross income. Yeah, uh, played football NFL player in the modern era. Uh, <laughs> I got to be clarifying about that because people like to be. Uh, Talking about the whole, uh, your little details are off. Yeah. Um, so, but highest paid player in the modern NFL era, um, by like net profit, Aaron Rodgers. And I, I yeah, it's his, it's his position. I just don't think Jordan Love is going to beat him out. I really don't. Okay. Anyways, here's the, he said, uh, he was surprised and not thrilled by the pick necessarily. Yeah. Uh, but I understand. That's what he said. Um, to be honest, like we like this this ESPN article says, you know, Aaron Rodgers does, says that his desire to stay with Packers for an entire career may not yeah. be a reality. Obviously, he still wants to be there. Um, yeah. I think it'd be great if Aaron Rodgers retired as a Packer. That'd be really cool. Um, yeah. But also, who knows? Maybe it's another Brett Favre thing. Um, it, but Aaron, I, I really don't know. I I'll, I'll say this: I don't have a I I I usually get mad at things that Aaron Rodgers say says because I just think he comes off as a jerk sometimes. I agree. But I think I'm kind of team Aaron Rodgers here. Just going back to the point that I alluded to. I am to. too. He's There's... he's not he's not in a slump. He's not gone downhill. He's not yeah. decreased in in uh, in production. Why would you draft a dumb draft move? Yeah, I mean, and you went off about it a little bit earlier. But going back to my you know selfish player point, I guarantee you there are people saying, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers is such a selfish player," or like that kind of thing. They call him that. But you know what? Like I said before, I would be mad if someone just brought my replacement into work. And was, you know, it's just one of those things like this is, it's Aaron Rodgers thing. I think, I don't think there was any reason to draft Jordan Love. I really yeah, don't. Zero. I think there was zero reason. If, if anything, 
it's to uh I mean maybe they just did it to kind of spur Aaron Rodgers to motivate him, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers needed that. Yeah, I because agree. It, you can we can talk about him in the locker room being a diva or whatever, but on yeah. the field, Aaron Rodgers certainly is not the problem. Right. I I agree. I'd say he's the best player on the football field 90% of the time he steps on it. He's good. He's really good at football. And I don't know. I, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to draft Jordan Love. But so now kind of makes me think, where do you think he would go? Where would uh, Aaron Rodgers go? Yeah. Um, well, well, first, before we tackle this question, how much longer does he have left on his contract? He's, it, I, think, I think it was a six-year contract. Let me see. And he signed it in, like, what, 2017 or whatever? Something like that. Let me, let no, me. twenty. He signed through the twenty twenty three season. Uh, signed extension. He signed through the twenty twenty three. Um, guaranteed of ninety eight point seven million dollars. Wow. Wow. So if he wants out, they're going to have to trade him. His contract is four years. Four years, one hundred and thirty four million dollars. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> And, yeah, insane. Here, no, I just had a thought. Okay, so I mean, obviously he thirty three point five million a year. So he's he's going to be a free agent after the twenty twenty three season. That's as soon as he would be a free agent. He'll be forty right. then. He'll be forty. Um, I don't know if he would still be playing football. I don't know. Um, but let's say he does want out. You know, what would be kind of hilarious is we've all been talking about him not having help in Green Bay. You know. The return that the Packers could get for Aaron Rodgers would turn into a lot of help for Jordan Love, which I think would just be kind of hilarious if you get traded for all of that help that you wanted. <laughs> I just, I'm just thinking about that kind of, that kind of uh, tickles my funny bone. Uh, even though I'm kind of with you now, I I just don't really see Jordan Love being that successful, really, regardless He's of who just, you got on the team. Okay, hold on, hold on. He had one good year. And it wasn't even his last year playing in college. Yeah. He was unbelievable his sophomore year. The year after that, he wasn't great. He wasn't even good. He was mediocre. He's not beating Aaron Rodgers, an elite quarterback, a future Hall of Famer. I know that gets thrown around a lot, but he is a future Hall of Famer. Oh, certainly. He's a Super Bowl. He's not beating that out. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have anything to be worried about. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, when he's healthy and has at least a serviceable team around him, is about a clo- as close a lock to get to the NFC Championship game as it gets. I mean, that, since 2010, that's been the case. I mean, how many times have the Packers played in the freaking NFC Championship game? At least half of them. I think right. it is half of them because 2010. I, let me see. It's, it's four or five. It's got to be. NFC Championship. Games, twenty two. Here we go. Um, pulling it up. Wait for it. Wait for it. Um, it's which which years are you thinking about? Are you thinking about two thousand ten to now? Two thousand ten. You know the year he won the Super Bowl to now. Yeah. 
It goes it goes Packers, Giants, 49ers, Seahawks, Seahawks, Panthers, Falcons, Eagles, Rams. Oh no, those are the winners. Winners. Um let's see. Pack hold on, ready, ready? You got this. Ready? Packers in t- 2010. Okay. Okay. Packers in 2014. Okay. Packers in 2016. Okay. And Packers in 2019. Okay, so four. So it's four. So four out of ten. You're right. You were right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. that, that's no joke. Nearly half the time. Yeah. He's he's great, and he single handedly wins games. He when they beat the 13 and three yeah. Cowboys, that was all Aaron Rodgers. All Aaron. He decimated them. And you know what? Yeah. He probably should have been in a Super Bowl against Tom Brady and the Patriots if his defense hadn't given up 19 freaking points in the last three minutes or whatever it was when they blew it against Seattle. Right. That was probably the worst collapse of a defense I've ever seen in my life. Probably. Yeah. It's one. It's up there. Definitely up there for sure. Um, but so so we've so pack. Let's say that let's hypothetically say that the tra- the Packers trade Aaron Rodgers. Who who trades for Aaron Rodgers? Is it Tampa Bay, who in two years is like, all right, well, Tom Brady just retired. Let's just get another old guy. Here, here's Aaron Rodgers. They could be a possibility. Um, I've thought about Los Angeles as a possibility, even though they gave Jared Goff a ton of money. Yeah. But still, I think he would kind of fit in, because they're probably going to be rebuilding for a couple years, even though they have, they have no draft picks, dude. Just none. They really, yeah. they really screwed themselves. Um, that's an interesting one. You know, it'd be funny is if the backers traded Aaron Rodgers to the Cowboys and just paired him up with Mike Matheny, the guy he tried so hard to get away from in Green Bay. I <laughs> feel <laughs> <laughs> like the ultimate screw you to Aaron Rodgers. Like, oh, just have Matheny back. Uh, but I don't know. Um, you want to be, a, you want to be a pansy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, who do you, who do you think would want Aaron Rodgers in the next few years? Uh, next few years, Steelers probably. Ooh, yeah. Um, uh, maybe the Bucks. Yeah. Next few years, um, maybe the Falcons. Um, Ooh, yeah, the Falcons. I think who else? Well, how how old is? Oh, I'm looking um, up how old Matt Ryan is right now. Hey, Siri, how old is Matt Ryan? He is... 34 years yeah, old. he's 34. Wow, he's a lot older than I thought. I'm, and I... I mean, that's... There are a lot of places Aaron Rodgers could go. Uh, not not going to sugarcoat it. He doesn't have to stay with the Packers. Oh, certainly not. Um, I mean, there's... What, what about the Patriots? The Patriots are sticking with Stidham. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, like they're they're going to be happy with him. I mean, they. It's Belichick. Belichick always knows what he's doing. Yeah, dude. Honestly, he could he could roll out with a junior high team, and I'd be like, yeah, they can win six or seven games. <laughs> <laughs> Just because Belichick has a headset on. Yes. And it's on the sideline. Head, yeah. Headset and like a sleeveless hoodie. Or yeah, short sleeve hoodie. His go to. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have a really, like, I, I love Aaron Rodgers and hate him at the same time. Like, he's one of the most fun quarterbacks. To, he's been one of the most fun quarterbacks to watch over the decade, um, being honest. Oh, absolutely. He's so much fun to watch, except 
I hate to watch him when he's playing the Cowboys. Yeah, because he just decimates us. He just absolutely he absolutely dismantles the Cowboys yeah. every time. It's 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 really sad to be honest. Uh, Which, as a Cowboys fan, I hate to say that, but I mean, the truth is the truth. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers is the 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 nemesis of the Dallas Cowboys. Absolutely, he is a cow- Aaron Rodgers Cowboy just killer as an individual. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it would like like you said earlier, it would be cool to see him finish out his career with the Packers. I will, t- I will tell you this though. Okay. If Aaron Rodgers leaves uh, the Packers. The Cowboys have the NFC East locked up for the next eight years, at least. I'm not sure how that – they're in different divisions. No, not the NFC East. Uh, the uh, the NFC. Because when you think about it this way, who who what other uh, quarterbacks can just absolutely dismantle the Cowboys like Aaron Rodgers that are in, a, in the NFC? Uh, Nick Foles. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He, he's he's not there anymore. Yeah. Um. um. I mean, well, what I'm saying is this, okay? If Aaron Rodgers leaves, it would be the same thing as as uh, Brady leaving the Patriots, you know, in the AFC or Favre. Favre. Aaron Rod- I mean, it's honestly a lot like Favre leaving the Packers. Yeah. I mean, the, well, I mean, the parallels are just weird. Yeah. Well, hey, speaking of this, you want to hear a conspiracy theory? Okay, this is totally random. We didn't talk about discussing this, but let me let me let me let you in on a little something. Okay. You know the single strap Rogers wears? Say that again. So most chin straps only button or they button four buttons on the helmet. Right. Right. Aaron Rodgers only buttons two, yeah. right? You know who else button do button two? Favre. Favre and um, Favre's pre- Favre's predecessor. Hold on, let me see. Two button chin strap. Because this is this is a whole story, bro. Um, Packers. This is like this will blow your mind. Okay. So here's the deal. The two-point chin strap, okay. okay, Brett Favre, okay, Aaron Rodgers, and then, you know, Brett Hundley, yeah. who was the backup. Um, not anymore, but um, these – so uh, they they all wear two-point chin straps, um, and not just any two-pointers, but the old-style straps with, like, the flexible yeah. chin cup, okay, that's rigid on the outside and felt-lined on the right. inside. They all wear the exact same chin strap. Huh. Brett Favre is go- went through the exact same thing as Rogers. Will Rogers do the same thing that Brett Favre did? That is so weird. I don't. Interesting conspiracy gets it, you thinking. It does. I mean, honestly, if if. Jordan Love rolls out a two two point chin strap. We are just it is voodoo magic. We need to get we need to let's go ahead and lock, lock him in as a Hall of Famer. But wait for this. Wait for this. Brett Favre uh, wore the he, he he listen to this. Brett Favre started with a four point strap playing at Southern Miss. Okay, the beginning of his NFL career, he stuck with it yeah. with the Falcons. Okay, but when he joined the Packers, two point chin. 
He went to the two the two pointer. Huh. Okay, Rogers, four four point in college, beginning of his career, stuck with the four point. After his rookie season, went to the two point. Hundley was a four pointer huh. in college. Then switched when he got to the maybe Packers. maybe the two point chin strap the Packers rule out just has like has like these magical touchdown powers. <laughs> just. They're eighteen dollars. They're eighteen dollars. <laughs> filled with touchdowns. Yes. Um. um all right. Yeah. Anyways, we got to move on. That was little that sidebar. Was just a little sidebar. Crazy. This such yeah. food for food thought, for thought. The Packers are up to something. They have two point chin straps that cause them to cheat. Um, the Astros are banging on trash cans. And there's and something the there. Red Sox have Apple watches. So we're caught up on all of the. <laughs> and and uh, as always, the Patriots have deflated balls and right. cameras and presses. So. The sports world is just a bunch of cheaters. Absolutely. Oh, wait, um, there was another. There was some cheating thing that I wanted to talk about, but I can't remember what it was. And now, now, now it upsets me. Um, I don't know. Oh, well, I'll, I'll think of it and I'll interrupt. Next. Better, good, yeah, good stuff true, for next episode. True, whenever I think of it. So come back next week, guys. You'll hear what Jesse <laughs> wanted to talk about. I'll probably forget it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next thing. Michael Jordan. If any of you are watching uh, Michael Jordan's documentary, The Last Dance, has been airing. Uh, I have it's only incredible. watched one episode. Um, just because something's been messing up with the recording on my TV. I haven't been able to watch it yet. But I p- plan on binge-watching it whenever I can. I, I got some some news for okay. you when it comes to that though. I'd like to help you out, okay? Um, so it's on Netflix on, in any other really? country in the world. So just download okay. a VPN, okay, and use your VPN. It'll put you like you're in Spain. Turn on Netflix, and you'll be watching Spain's uh, okay. Netflix. Okay, I'll do that then. Um. Anyway, uh, all the FBI agents that were listening to us, we're screwed. We're getting. I, I think I hear them coming up the stairs right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're not on Spain's Netflix. <laughs> you're not in Spain. You're in Arlington, Texas. Um, Get down, Texas. But anyway, so just you know, thinking about Michael Jordan, can we talk about how impressive the things he did were? Not even basketball, just the fact that he just up and played baseball and was serviceable. And then just went back to basketball and won three, won three rings. That's just unheard of. Like, do you, do you think, I, I just don't even, like, he, he was good. Like, people always say that he was, like, the worst baseball player ever. Like, he absolutely, he absolutely he was not. Like, he was, I mean, his batting average wasn't great. But for a, for a, uh, hold on, Michael Jordan baseball because how old was he when he did he was like in his 30s whenever he just decided to play baseball yeah at age 30 from having not picked up a baseball bat since like high school and then at age 31 just like going to double a which is high level baseball that's high level baseball guys you have to be drafted and paid a lot of money to go play double a baseball he went and hit 202 with three homers 51 rbis 30 steals you ready? You ready for what was interesting though? 
Okay, so watching this documentary, so the the owner of the uh, of the mm-hmm. White Sox, okay, um, yeah, was the owner of the Bulls, and he when they interviewed him, he said that they had to put him uh, in Double A because the like the media rooms like weren't big enough. Oh, like in in Single A and all that. Yeah, right. Because because they, um. Like they didn't have the space to accommodate like a hundred reporters every oh, single yeah. yeah like absolutely not. conference, um, and so they had to put him in there. And also, he said that Michael had been underpaid uh, for years and years yeah. with the Bulls, so he was just like, "I'll I'll give him his yeah. shot. He deserves it. He's an athlete." And and Michael didn't. It, this isn't like some pity yeah. party for Michael Jordan because he went out yeah. and he grinded. And they said they said that he remembers. Uh, one of the guys said, one of the assistant coaches rather, said that he remembers being out there, and uh, Michael would literally work out from like something like five a.m. Yeah. to like uh, sundown, and he would just hit and hit and hit and hit yeah. and hit and hit and hit and just be on the breaking ball machine for hours and hours and hours yeah. and hours and hours, and hit. And uh, he said that he he said that he that Michael would hit until his yeah. like his fingers. He was a, had crazy work. I mean, he just went like literally just. I swear, he he didn't pick up a baseball bat for probably 15 years and just walked in and rattled off 21 extra base hits, stole right. 30 bags, yeah. drove in 51 runs. I mean, it's that's yeah. crazy. Like and then and then just went back to ba- basketball and won three rings. That's just incredible. That's that's why yeah. he's just whether you think he's the greatest or not, he's just got the coolest career of probably any athlete ever. Yeah, I I agree, man. Like Michael Jordan as an athlete, who would you say is the the greatest athlete mm. of all time? Bo Jackson, Jesse Owens has got to be in the uh, conversation because he just demolished Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> in the Olympics, that was so sure. ama- that's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> But but when you think about like the greatest athletes of all time, you think about like mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali, you think about uh, um, like uh, Jesse Owens, you Bo. think about um, Bo Jackson. You I, think I about go all Deion these players Sanders too. Deion, Deion, that's a. I mean, that's a. Yeah. Jerry Rice was pretty good. Um, Adrian Peterson might be one of the greatest yeah. ball players. Well, of you all know time. what's interesting about Deion Sanders is he's the only player to ever play in a World Series and a Super Bowl. Crazy, um, but I still I still like to say this. Okay, Michael Jordan is up there oh, with absolutely. Muhammad Ali and Jesse Owens and Bo Jackson as the greatest athletes absolutely. of all time. And so, whether you think he's the best basketball player or not um, is is up for debate yeah. and discussion. But all around athlete, I don't think he's better. I think I definitely think he's better than Lamar, LeBron oh, James. Oh yeah, I'll tell LeBron. you right now. LeBron James couldn't go to baseball or go to bat or go to football. And uh, just yeah. crush, just and then and then go back and crush in the, the original. Well, sport. yeah, because well, first of all, he, he he exactly. You you make a, you make a great point. I mean, LeBron. Now he was pretty good at football. I've seen his high school stats. He was carving up. However, sure, however, right, right however, right. could he go back after? Could that, he though? play in the NFL? Yeah, exactly. Could he play in the NFL right now, or could he go play baseball right? I now? don't think. What, so. what do you think LeBron would do if he went and so. played baseball? I think he would strike out a ton. However, if he if he connects with one, I mean, it's yeah. going to go a long way because LeBron's a big dude. 
that's, that's, he might hit yeah. the lo- longest home run in baseball history. But he certainly – but think about, think about this. <laughs> Here's the other thing about baseball. Michael Jordan was a good defender in the outfield. He was pretty good. He tracked that ball very well and ran like a gazelle. Yeah. What position yeah. is LeBron going to play in baseball? Yeah, I, I don't know. You, maybe you put him at DH yeah. and get him just inc- an insane amount of, of hitting practice. <laughs> you know, um, but but you know what's funny? Go ahead. Have you seen the video of Kevin Durant playing softball? And you know, Kevin Cameron, Kevin Durant's yes. a, a, a listener, and uh, he his feelings are easily hurt. Um, he does. Cr- he, oh yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll see it on his yeah his burner Twitter, Twitter account. Right oh, you're using right podcast, and I said I suck at softball. Like, well, you do, Kevin. You suck at. You suck at softball. 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 My man is playing third base, and he just lets it fall, fall past him. It's it was pathetic. It was pathetic. I wish, I wish we, mm. I wish we could record like, oh, uh, if we did this like on YouTube, we could like show a video while we talked of, of just that video of, of Kevin Durant just being terrible at softball. Um, but that's sort of oh. that's what I'm saying. I think I think. Because you know what you know what the stereotype about basketball players is, and I can say this because I, I am a basketball player. For the most part, we suck at other sports. They're terrible at other sports for the most part. Like if you, mo- I'd say like, like I used to joke with my teammates. I used to tell them that I was a better athlete than them because I'm I'm a baseball player that plays basketball, and like I played on varsity basketball, and I'm a baseball player, right? I was like, dude, none of y'all are playing on the varsity baseball team. None of y'all make it. <laughs> but Michael Jordan went to baseball and was good. Like he was he was a he was a good baseball player. Not a great. He obviously never made it to the majors, but he was good. And he is one and that's part of the reason why he's one of the greatest athletes of all time. Is because I he just yeah. has not failed at anything. Like he, you cannot call his baseball career a failure. Right. Because if if he let's let's think what if he never went back to basketball? I think he would have absolutely played in the majors at some point. Because if well, they said he would have. Yeah, they said if he had stuck around one more year, he would have been. Yeah, hit. because he's a freak athlete, and he was proving that he could hit. He was just getting there. Like it, again, he hadn't played baseball in probably fifteen years, and he just picked up a bat and started raking. Sure, of course, his batting average was going to be two oh two. Give the dude a break. Yeah. All right, I think that's right. that's all I really wanted to say. I just wanted to gush over him a little bit because I love, love I love it. MJ, and he's just amazing. Yeah, I have a newfounder for I thought that uh, it was there was a debate, um, but now I think there's there's far less of a debate about Michael Jordan being the greatest basketball player of all time. Um, he's just amazing. He's just absolutely all around incredible. Anyways, yeah, Jesse, I want to go on a rant for a second. Okay. Okay. I am all ears. So, you know what really grinds my gears, Jesse Cantu? What really drives you up the wall? Just throws me in the toilet, gives me a swirly, and flushes me down the drain, okay? (laughs) Is when people post on social media something... Okay, do you know who uh, Brian Adams is? I do not. Uh, Brian Adams is a... a, Well, I guess it would be classic rock now. Um, uh, musician, artist, uh, very popular back in the day. Okay. He posted it. He's a vegan. Okay. And he posted a video that was oh, anti Chinese. Well, he, well, I'm actually on his side of this. He posted a video okay. that was like anti Chinese wet markets. Okay. 
uh, okay, like you yeah. do, which is 100% agreeable and 99.9% of people um, who are logical and reasonable and make sense would agree with. Okay. Yeah. But that 0.0001%, Jesse Cantu, somehow decided they were going to call him a racist for that when he said what? nothing, which actually, if you want to be more uh, factually correct, you could say xenophobic. Okay, xenophobic yeah. is talking about an actual like uh, country uh, nationality. Um, sure, you could say hold, xenophobic. Hold, hold, hold kind time of out. time out. Go ahead. Time out. If, if I, I can gather what he was saying, he was going after Chinese wet markets, right? Not Chinese people, just Chinese right. wet markets. Right. Okay. Okay. So calling that racist would be like if you if I said or no no that would be like if you said that we should get rid of gangs and I told you that you were racist to brown people. Yeah. Exactly. Or, or any or anything like that. That's, okay, but just wait, Jesse. There is far more to this story, my man. So these oh, people no. are out here calling him racist. First off, incorrect. Second off, yeah. Maybe you maybe you could maybe make a case for xenophobia. Maybe, probably not, because he wasn't talking about the Chinese in general or China the place. He was simply talking about yeah. a, a thing that uh, is is absolutely wrong. He's one hundred percent right in saying it. Like that would yeah. be like me saying. Uh, like insurance companies like are discriminatory against uh, like men versus women. Okay. That's a well-known yeah. fact, but it's all statistical because it's right. Yeah. Statistical. Yeah. So discri- discrimination in the sense of like statistically like proven, you know, men wreck more. So they're going to have like a higher price. Okay. I get it. Yeah. I don't agree yeah. with that. I think that's awful because not all men are the same. Um, I don't yeah. agree with that, but um, it, it is statistical. It is proven. So when you say yeah. that Chinese wet markets are a bad thing, if I said Chinese wet markets equal bad, am I a racist I for saying that? No. No. <laughs> right. Okay. So just wait. Just wait here because it goes further. Not only do that 0.000001% uh, decide to be loud and say things, what I hate, the social media trend I hate, okay, and that grinds my gears, flushes me down the toilet, okay, drives me up the wall. <laughs> is when the, that point zero zero one percent goes off, and then the person who posted the original video or comment apologizes. Yes. Oh. Why does that point zero 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 one percent, who by the way is one hundred percent wrong, why does mm-hmm. that person affecting your your uh, ability to stand by what you believe is right, which you are right? Why yeah. are you apologizing for something that you believe in? Which happens to be a hundred percent right. Uh, I, I that agree. happens all the time because you see, you see, like uh, I'll give you another example. Okay, there's this TikTok star. Never, I haven't seen a single one of her TikToks. Okay, I just, I just saw what happened. Uh, this was, I believe, this was last week. Um, and guess what? This, this is she was at someone's house that had a Donald Trump. This chick is fifteen, by the way. Six, I think she's 16 just recently. Okay. And someone's Donald, she was in someone else's house that had Donald Trump, uh, Mike Pence, like flag on the wall. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it happened to be just some, somehow, I don't know how it was associated to her somewhere on her page. I don't know how that was. But nevertheless, those two, the, the TikTok person um, and the Donald Trump uh, paraphernalia, as some, some might say, were yeah. associated. Okay. Okay. This 15-year-old, 16-year-old child, okay, teenager, took to Twitter, apologized, 
and said, I have never supported Donald Trump, okay? Uh, and I don't support Donald Trump. And she said, I never voted for Donald Trump. I don't vote for Donald Trump. I won't vote for Donald Trump. And I'm sitting here like, honey, you don't have the chance to vote for Donald Trump. Yeah, like... Well, it's... This is pointless. <laughs> you sending this tweet out, getting thousands and thousands of comments, thousands and thousands of retweets and likes, and people saying, that's no excuse. You can't have that video. First off, freaking gaslighting jerks that think that people can yeah. have their own opinions. Okay. Second off, this chick is 15. She can't vote. She hasn't voted. She's not going to be able to vote for at least two or three years. Yeah. That by that time, Donald Trump will be able to be voted for again. This is pointless. Her first off, yeah. this is this is people out here like, why you you have millions? I think she has like fifteen million followers. Okay, Brian right. Adams is like a like a uh, a hit like singer, a hit artist. These people have like huge followings of people and but this 0.001% gets to them how yeah. fragile does someone have to be that they let the 0.00001% get to them enough to make a statement retracting what they firmly believe in i don't get it or like if i got make a statement that is pointless in nature because it doesn't apply yeah and let well first of all i'm not into like social media apologize apologies whether you're right or wrong you know because i just think it's stupid yeah. to do that if if i because, if I was because, apologize- because because if they do apologize okay the people who wanted the apology in the first place say you're just saying that because you got caught up yeah you're not it's, really sorry so it's it doesn't satisfy them go ahead it's it's like if 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 i got big right and i like posted something that offended people you know what my next post would be Hey everybody! Suck I just wanted it. to uh, uh, let you know that uh, if you don't like what I just posted, you uh, feel free to unfollow me or unadd right. me or whatever social media platform. We're on. I, I'm not forcing you right. to read my stuff. Right. Okay. And those point zero zero one percent, you can already just assume that half of them didn't follow in the first place. They just wanted to be a part of something bigger than themselves. That's how freaking just craving attention they are outrage culture <sighs> okay it, it I just, just blows to... my mind it just blows my mind yeah. though that people literally wake up and just surf through twitter or instagram to like find something like like remotely racist or any of yes. the ists that are bad they just go Ix, looking for Ix or ists ists like i-s-t-s yes racist well, both and really sexist xenophobe yeah, yeah both yeah ics um but like Homophobic, xenophobic, racist, yeah. sexist, bigoted. Those are just trigger words that people throw around, and it's become that they have no meaning. Dude, you know what? You know what's what was hilarious for a while? And uh, I'm going to say that it's a thing that happened to a lot of white guys because they're the only examples that I could come up with. But I actually, no, it wasn't, it wasn't just white guys because it happened to Kevin Hart, too. Oh, yeah, people, it did, didn't it? When people have success other people go through their Twitter to find something that they said that was mean or whatever. Good thing I deleted like, mine a couple, uh, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I, I, I said, you know what? This kind of stuff is just getting a little out of hand. I don't really want people to be uh, screenshotting, which I, yeah. I like. I stand by everything that I've ever said on Twitter ever. Like 100% yeah. I stand by it. Um, but also, like, I don't need that kind of, like, if I do go anywhere in life, I don't need that negative publicity. So I just decided to just delete it. Yeah, which is fine. But, like, so, like, uh, examples. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo. He's a guard for the Milwaukee Bucks right now. Uh, if you remember him, uh, he is the part of the reason, actually most of the reason that Villanova won the championship back in 2017 because yeah. he dominated. He was amazing. Yeah. In the final four, he clapped everybody. After he was named final four MVP, people went through his Twitter and found out that he said homophobic things or whatever it was. Um, Josh Hader of the Milwaukee Brewers. Do you know who that is? He's the long, lanky left-hander with really long hair for the oh, Milwaukee yeah, yeah, Brewers. Yeah. Yeah. And he throws 99-mile-an-hour sliders, and it's unhittable. He's, he's disgusting. It's, it's, he's, inc- he's incredible. He's terrifying. He's, ba- he's, he's, ba- he's long, lanky, and throws 100. And you can't tell if it's going to be a fastball or a slider, and they're both the same. It's, it's ridiculous. But he yeah. started having success, and uh, people went through his – uh, Twitter and dude, what he said wasn't even bad. I think he. It I think wasn't. He, I remember that. Yeah. He said that some like black gay guy was giving a boring presentation. Yeah. That's Sounded like racist and homophobic. You bigot. Blow off. Like I think that might be the most tame racism that's ever been uttered. Like, oh, black people are boring. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> like, come he on. He didn't even say black people in general. Like. He was talking about this specific guy who happened to fall into those two categories. Yeah, it just blows my mind. Just this out. Yeah, okay, here we go. Yeah, let's just say it's this. The social media trend that I hate that drives me up the wall and flushes me down the toilet, completely (laughs) grinds my gears, okay, is the outrage culture. But not only that, it's the people that... That succumb to it. That succumb to it. Yeah, there you go. It just it's it's just astonishing. It like, blows just, my mind. Do people do people not even like take a stand for what they believe in? Do people just like are people so insecure and in just wanting other people's opinions and people to love them so much that the littlest thing that someone says, You bigot yeah. They're just gonna say, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry even though it wasn't even bigoted in the first place. Now don't get <laughs> me wrong. I do have to I do have to clarify that there are bigots out there and there are homophobes, there are xenophobes, there are racists, there are yes, sexists. They but exist. what the problem is is that people aren't attacking them. They're attacking the people that well, they are achieving their dreams, they're accomplishing their goals, and I'm sitting in my room on my computer and on my phone, just yeah. Outraged that they're having success and I'm not. So let's just pick them apart and see if there's anything remotely negative on there. It's all these people that like all these like freaking home, these homebodies that just turn into investigative journalists all of a sudden. Keyboard warriors. They're yeah, they they just show up on like the next like some show that's like the poor excuse for the view, you know? And they're just like, I was just so offended when um this one guy who. He's a successful man, and we just can't have that. So I went through his uh, Twitter account from 27 years ago and found out that he hurt a cat. And um, if he hurt a cat, who else would he hurt? You know, it's yeah. just one of those things. And they just, oh, it drives me crazy. It, yeah, I, I, I got I, blocked I wish- by PETA. I got blocked by PETA because I posted a picture of this, like, I was barbecuing. 
and uh, I posted a picture of it, and Peter blocked me. And like, <laughs> I, and and I had yeah, literally. Um, and I remember a couple. Like, I guess I had unblocked me because a couple years prior to that, I hit a squirrel on the way to church, and I said, "Man, Jesus <laughs> loves me." That's because <laughs> squirrels are evil. Squirrels are the worst, and they blocked me for that crap because I was happy that I hit a squirrel. Because I literally, I honestly do, I hate squirrels. Squirrels are pointless. I hate them too. They plant trees. Well, so do humans. (laughs) Like, what do they do? Yeah, and and they're they're useless. They're just turds. And I, I just I snipe them from my backyard. I run over them. Just anything I can do. If I can kill a squirrel, you you best believe I'm going to try. But yeah, like. At least, at least, Peta like had just like the balls to block you instead of like being offended and like. But but that's the way they calling you out. Like the the littlest, all you got to do is go to Peta's Twitter. You know what? Speaking of which, continue on talk, talking about Peta. I'm gonna pull up Peta. Go ahead. <laughs> I just Peta to me is just they're they're just people that I fundamentally disagree with. I mean, call him Peta. I call him animal supremacist. Um, I don't know. I I, I guess I feel like. I, I know I'm in the minority here. I don't think animals are intelligent. No, I think they're like intelligent to a point, but clearly not as much as humans. They can do cooler stuff than us, sure. Like they can, there's all sorts, I mean, we certainly would not be able to survive in the wilderness like they do. However, it's like, you know, when people talk about like, if the animals ever had an uprising, they would take over. No, they wouldn't. Are you kidding me? That war would be over so fast. Like, where, where are animals going to organize themselves? And Because really what it would be is they would never work together. It would just be, we have a pack of snakes attacking us on, uh, I don't know, Texas. And we just go kill all the snakes in Texas. It would not be that hard. We have guns. We have bombs. All we would have to do is just lure them to one central spot and kill every single one of them. And then it's meat forever. I've never understood yeah. that, why people think that we would lose a war to animals. I'm not even that, like... And, the, like, are people, people... One person I was arguing with this about, they're like, dolphins are much more intelligent than us. I was like, okay, but they're in the water. We just wouldn't go into the water, and we would shoot them from outside of the water. I don't understand what makes you think we would lose a war to the animals. Okay, what were you looking at with Peter? So, Peter's Twitter is just full of just bullcrap. Okay, it's all just like you ready. Let me. Okay, okay. This is a great one. This is a great one. May fifteenth. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Actually, I'm gonna text this to you, um, so you can see it at the same time. But I'm gonna read it. Okay. So here's. Wait for it. Wait for it. Command V. Send. Okay. I just sent it to you. Okay. But let me go. Let me go to it. Okay. He sadistically attacked a deer, and now he's walking free. Who will this deer abuser hurt next? Demand that the county district attorney to take animal abuse seriously. I can't. Oh, there's a video. Okay. Trophy hunting puts endangered species at risk. But don't forget about the wildlife that aren't classified as endangered yet. Hunting hurts all animals. Actually, uh, trophy hunting is actually uh, a good thing. Um I won't share the whole video and stuff now, but it's a major source of uh, of money for a lot of poor African countries. Um, and it actually, uh, the way that trophy hunting works is they find an animal that's like terrorizing um, their, their like the good stuff, like the animals uh, that they're like they're wanting, and 
like they, let's say there's a there's a rhino and the rhino is like just being an a-hole to um like all of the um like to all the other rhinos and so then well, yeah it's like it's like back in like medieval times or whatever it was whenever a wild boar would wander onto your camp and you're like well we got to kill this wild boar because he's right. gonna kill us because they aren't nice Right, and 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 that's the that's the thing is that's what it is, and then also it provides a lot of uh, it's a it's a very big part of the economies of these like tiny African just absolutely war torn and just poverty stricken nations, and so it's actually a good thing, um, and sure you can say they're just hunt, they're killing animals for sport. Well, actually, yeah. uh, think about the other side of that. Sure, they're they're not really um, either not eating what they're killing. I get that, and, and people, maybe they, maybe. You know, some people could make the make the point that they should be more responsible in what they're doing, but at the same time, um, it is actually a lot of good that comes out of it. So they can't say that. Yeah. I don't know, man. Pete always, I mean, animal supremacists, as I call them, they always just get on my nerves because it's like one of those things. Like they just cannot accept that you don't agree with them. Like me personally, I don't care that they're vegetarians. Someone, someone not eating meat doesn't offend me, but me eating meat offends them, and that pisses me off whenever I'm trying to eat my burger and someone tries to make me feel bad about it. It's like, hey, shut up. Go away. You go eat your cruddy salads somewhere else. I don't want any part of it. I don't want to mess with you. You, for some reason, want to mess with me, and I don't understand why. Just let me live my life the way I want to live it, and you can go pander off and bother somebody else. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, it it just it just blows my mind like how deeply they care that 100 percent of people agree with them. I would love to see what Peter thinks about uh, the vaccine for coronavirus if it's being tested on any animals. I would love to see what they think about that because um, that's a very uh, and and this is not a political podcast at all by any means. Um, we're just getting to rants about stuff. Um, yeah. But I would love to see what PETA says about vaccines for coronavirus being tested on animals, um, because that, that PETA is a very far left leaning organization, um, yeah. and so and, and but that's very clear, very obviously they give a lot of money to a lot of uh, far left candidates, um, but like they, I would love to see what they think about that because this whole big um, lockdown and shelter in place and all this stuff that's like, you know, stimulus bill and and. All this yeah. crap that's going down that is unnecessary, honestly. Um, which to be, and I'll go off on that about if in a second or two, just because we have a little bit of time. Um, yeah. But like, I'd love to see what they think about that because they're they're like the left is pushing for a vaccine in order to open back up, which originally was yeah. the plan. Um, but like, if that vaccine is being tested on animals, what are they going to? Peter's going to stay on lockdown for like five years so that stuff all that, stuff like this can be tested on humans. Like, are you really going to put test a, a untried vaccine? You know, are you willing to wait five more years? Yeah. I, I, and I, again, I don't know, well, like, the full numbers of, like, timelines and stuff, but is it really worth it to PETA for, you know, to, to let a, a mouse or a rat, whatever it is, um, be tested um, or not be tested, rather, uh, instead of human beings, right. which ultimately could kill? Like, do yeah. you value – do you really value life like a mouse to a human being? Because to be honest, I don't think they do when it comes down to it. Um, they can say they they do, and they can splurt out a lot of things on social media. But at the end of the day, we all know what it comes down to. And if it was if it was their life or an animal's life, 
uh, on the line, I guarantee you they'd save their own life. Certainly. But to a vaccine, I don't know how I feel about a vaccine. There we go. Good stuff. I don't really trust where this is coming from. Yeah, I agree. It, all this just seems fishy to me. We, want, we are going to lock you in your houses and make it illegal for you to go outside and illegal for some of you to open your businesses. Be- because we can, basically, is what they were saying. Even though, I mean, no, I, I, I just don't think a lot of the social distancing stuff, distancing stuff is, is constitutional. And uh, we're trying, we try not to be political. We kind of couldn't avoid it this episode, but it's okay. So um, I don't know. If you, we tick you off, like I said earlier, feel free to not listen. I, I don't care. Yeah. I, we're we're going to have just as good a time without you as we have with you. <laughs> um, so, but it's just not constitutional to me. No, whatever happened to, hey, there's a deadly virus outside. Yeah. Here are some things you can do to protect yourself. Um, we would recommend that if you are old or have any, you know, existing issues, maybe Asthma, you should stay inside. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Maybe they could start making accommodations for that. Now, it would certainly be taken advantage of. But you could at least make accommodations like I, – this sounds silly, but like a doctor's note that's like, you know what? This dude like has – he has pneumonia right now or like he, he has lung issues. Like we need – it's safer for him to stay home. Boom. Give, him, give them time off or like letting them work from – letting those people work from home, right? Yeah. Instead of shutting down the entire country because I'm not on the conspiracy theory of like the Democrats created the coronavirus. No, I'm not Because either. I don't – I don't think they did. I don't, I don't think, think so. they could. I don't think they could pull that off. I don't think really. I don't think anybody Say that inside one more time the U.S. really up. could because they're so against it. Oh, I said I don't think anybody inside of the U.S. really could because there's too many people against each other yeah, that agree. someone would figure it out. I'm not. I'm not entirely opposed to the idea that China created it. Um, I'm not all for it either. I'm just not. A, I'm just not. I'm indifferent about that one. I don't know, but I will say this. I absolutely think that the coronavirus just fell into the Democrats lap so that they could start taking away basic human rights to see, to see, because now they know, no, now they know that all they have to do is scare us. Absolutely. And we'll just give up our rights because, and I'm going to quote Captain America, the winter soldier. It's not going to be an exact quote, but remember when they're talking about like how they're going to convince people, like they're going to convince people they're going to scare them so much that they're just okay with this security blanket around the world that eliminates potential targets. Right. Totally horrible. But if you scare people, they will give, a, give up their rights. That's exactly what they're trying to do. They want you to be so afraid of the coronavirus. And, and I'll be honest here. Um, like when I, I was listening to uh, some, like, I can't remember what the video was, but like the, the great point that I remember was, didn't we originally talk about opening back up and we flattened the curve? It was all flatten the curve, flatten the curve, flatten the curve, flatten. the curve yeah. has been flattened and it, suddenly has changed to yeah we need a vaccine we need a vaccine we need a vaccine you should flatten the curve yeah that's that's a problem and that just proves your point is that all you have to do is take one little step and then take another little step and then another little step by the time you know it before before you know it like you're locked in your house. Your rights have been taken away. You can't defend yourself. You don't get free speech. You don't get you know, yeah. freedom of uh, to purchase what you want to buy. Okay, Your freedoms are taken away just because one little thing happened here and then another little thing That's... happened there and so on and so forth. I, I don't 
I just don't understand why it's suddenly okay for the government to tell private businesses yeah. you can't be open. That's ridiculous. However, I'll, I'll even go on the other side of it, though. If a private business stays open during the coronavirus, but no one goes to it because of the coronavirus, like on, but if it's on their own, but if, like, let's say you sure. have a business, Noah, and it, it, your private business, and I represent all of humanity. In this scenario, the government has told us what the coronavirus is, what are steps we can take to avoid it, and me, being everyone, has decided we're not going to go outside. Yeah. On our own. Not being forced to, but we decided. If we decide that and you stay open and make no right. money, that's your fault. And here's the thing. It's like – and I, you make a brilliant point there, Jesse, um, because here's here's what it, what it boils down to is that – People who wanted to have a freak show and, and be fearful always had the choice to stay in their house. It, it was it, they were ne- right. Yes, but no. If I go outside, I'm not exactly. forcing you to go outside. And so, too. and so, whenever you it, restrict people you, to that one, you have two buckets. Whenever you restrict people to one bucket, that takes the rights away of the. Sure, you you can give them the choice. You can give them the choice, and that's not infringing on their rights to move into the other bucket. And that's kind of what we're at, what we're at right now right. is that people are starting to realize, hey, I, it's my choice. At the end of the day, like they can't, yeah. <laughs> they can't jail all of us, you know. Like it, they yeah. can't do anything. It, at the end of the day, it is okay the choice of the people themselves, and people are just tired of it. Um, yes. Like people are just are just sick and tired of having to stay in their house. People are sick and tired of of realizing that okay, there's two ways to go around this. The one we've done is not working. It will never work. It it logically it just doesn't work. It doesn't. And the the two ways are this. The the first way is that number one, we lock down for three weeks. No travel in and out of the country. No travel away from home. You lock down three weeks. Only essential workers. Okay. I think, I think that would have been pretty that, well, honestly, dude, honestly, that's what I said the second it happened. I said, okay, boom, shut everything down. That's why I flew home from Hawaii immediately because I was afraid yeah. that that's what they were going to do. Yeah. And I don't want to get stuck on an Island. And so I said, that's, yeah. that's, that honestly is my ideal scenario is you say May 1st to May 21st, or really it should have been March 1st to March 21st. To be honest, I could have gone February 1st to February 21st, but that's neither here nor there. But if yeah. you do three and, weeks, and, you and, say that we're going to start say, this date, we're going to end this date. That's the end of it. Yeah, but you, it has exactly. to be a hard end because in this scenario that we in that in our idea that we just had, we kind of contradict ourselves because it right. is taking but away those human rights for if three you weeks. Have an end however, date. however, it's acknowledging that at the end, at the end date, yeah. the hard end date, and then saying regardless of whether it works or not, Absolutely. we're not doing this anymore because if it doesn't work, no, right. then we and have to try something else. That's all I'm if it saying work, should have happened. Not, not, not getting people all shut down, and then after three weeks, it doesn't work, and being like, well, let's just do right. three more weeks. No, and, and- this clearly didn't work. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is a definition of insanity. that's what I'm saying. That, that's your first option. And I 100% – you make the point that I make is that if you have that end date, people yeah. are more, uh, more agreeable to that. But you have to have it and, and stick to that end date. Okay? Now, but, but it also that's, has to be, it has but, to be but, uniform across fishy, the country too though, Jesse. Like you can't just have like uh, yeah. Abilene, Texas goes up from you know May 1st to May 21st and then – 
Kennedale, Texas goes yeah. from uh, May 14th to May 30th, whatever that is, you can't have, and that's where we're at right now. The, the second option. But the fishy thing to me is, the fishy thing that comes to me, like with what happened was, is that basically the government was just like, hey, there's a deadly virus uh, for the foreseeable future. We're shutting you down. Right. What? <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it just boggles my mind because it just, it's, it is my choice. If I want to go outside, I should be able to go outside. If I want to go to work, I should be able to go to work. If I want, if I don't want to wear a mask, I shouldn't have to. However, I am with the people. I, a private Walmart is definitely allowed to sure. make you wear a mask in their store. Okay. I said this last week, I think they absolutely are. If you don't think that they can you're make wrong. you wear a mask, you're, you're just dumb because first of all, they're a private business and they can, they can kick people out of their store yeah. if they want to. Okay. Second of all, Go to another store. There are plenty of stores that right. won't make you wear a mask. Third of all, third of all, if I'm going to Walmart, I don't like wearing the mask. I am an avid hater of the mask. But when I'm going to Walmart, if they say you have to wear a mask to come in here, you best believe I'm going to put on a mask for my little 15-minute right. Walmart trip. It's, it's not that big of a deal. Quit getting your pants in a water that leads, my, that leads to the second it's... bucket. That leads to the second option. It's that the first option we talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Start, end date, set, permanent, do it, done, get it out of the way. Okay. But the second yeah. choice, okay, yeah. is to do what Switzerland did. And Switzerland, all they did, all they did was social distancing. They didn't close. They didn't lock down. And said social distancing. Be careful. Yeah. Here's here's the facts. Here's we're gonna keep you up, updated, but we're not closing anything down. And they they they're. they're Sure, they people have died, but in the long run, they're going to be better for it. Okay, I I, I even think that's a bet. I think option number two is even better, Noah, because you know what? Honestly, I think there's a pretty good chance I've already had it and just kind right. of it went away because I was an essential I'm an essential worker. What I work in Ace Hardware, but we stayed open through the thing. It's very possible that I got it, didn't notice, yeah. and went on. I hope that's the case because right. now I that's, have antibodies. And that's what Switzerland is doing. And so when you think about that second scenario, that also works. But what doesn't work is when cities and, and states and municipalities and counties, whatever it is, they just go on their own timeline because that literally just prolongs it longer and kills the economy. Yeah. People don't realize that, sure, yeah, yes. okay – we hate capitalism. We hate capitalism. Blow off. Okay. Capitalism is the way this country is run. You don't like it. Get out the end. And that sounds super brash. And that's yeah. the whole stereotypical. You don't like it. You can leave. Yeah. Kind of thing. But at the end of the day, it is capitalism. Yeah. That's the way this country is run. And if you decide to change it, then, you know, we can take a vote. You're probably going to lose the vote though. But end of the day. Yeah. Okay. There, we have an economy and we rely on our economy. That's what the United States mm-hmm. is in the business of business. And when you close business, you close right. the United States. You kill the United States. And that's – and the thing is we shot ourselves in the foot because we decided to implement it the way we did. You should have done it – or we should have done it um, just either get it out of the way or don't do it at all. If when, you, when you do that gray area, that only hurts the country and doesn't help anybody in the long run. Yeah. That's the worst possible thing yeah, you could do. And they did it that way. It blew my mind. Y- y- yeah. You know what's hilarious about the yeah. shelter-in-place stuff? 
it just seems so comical to me. And I'm going to, I'm going to sound really uneducated right now because we, 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 we're very clear. We're just two 19 year olds. Okay. We're two 19 year olds. We're we freshmen can, we, in college. We have our, we opinions. Have our opinions. We also do have we're logic loud. and reason. We're loud. But we, it's mainly opinions. And we're logic usually right. We're probably wrong. I'll say this. But... We're two. Exactly. We're, we're two very well educated 19 year olds. They're, we do our research. We look things up. We're not uninformed, but we're also right. not healthcare yeah. professionals. Okay. Again, so just keep, take that with a grain of salt with what I'm about to say. But what's hilarious to me about the shelter in place thing is like it just seems so trivial. Like it's like a Scooby Doo episode, and the coronavirus is the monster. Like what we're just gonna hide and it's gonna like be outside and just be like, oh, guess no one's here, ghost town, and just like move <laughs> on. Is it gonna blow away? <laughs> what? Like, I just it to me it just seems like we're just gonna stay in our houses for three weeks and hope it's gone. But we're gonna go outside. It's still there, and everyone's yeah. gonna get sick again. I just right. don't get it. I, I don't it it just cracks me up. And I'm sure I'm sure there's there's reasons to like why like I don't know. I'm sure no one thinks that the coronavirus was going to blow away. But like I, that's just what I think of is like the you know those Scooby Doo scenes where like the monster comes in and they're hiding and he just like looks around like three or four times and then yeah. like moves on to the next room. And then they're all like, Oh, that was close. Like that I, that's just what I think of when I think of the shelter in place thing. Like it's still out there. I think it I don't know. I, I I'm going to sound really mean, but I think it's better for some of us to die from the coronavirus than for more of us to die from a great depression. Yeah, I I definitely get your point. Um, but also like like you and I 100% agree with that. Um, but that's that does yeah. that's not the feelings of a majority of the country. The majority of the country would say um, there needs to be some compromise on that, and that's that's where I say is there there, do, there does because. I'm, I think sure. life is precious. Like, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you probably don't believe me. Like, I, I say a lot of <laughs> things that make you think that I don't. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I, I do. Yeah. I, am, I am a Christian. I believe that all life has some value. Otherwise, right. we wouldn't have it, right? Um, and I think, I think death is a, is, a, is, a, is a really sad thing. And that is another thing is we kind of speak from the perspective of not – this coronavirus yeah. not really affecting us. Um, I don't speak for you, but I know my, me personally. Yeah, no one, nobody I know from the coronavirus. Yeah. Um. But you know what? People, people I know have died from cancer, and I don't try to shut down the world because there's cancer. You know what I'm saying? Like my point is that people die, yeah. and it's bad. But the point six percent is not shutting down the country. Six percent of Americans have gotten the coronavirus, and most of them, a very large majority, have recovered. 0.6%. Yeah. Well, at what point do we do we just say only 0.6% has gotten it? And most of them, a strong, yeah. very strong person. I believe it's like 60 to 70. I, I think it's actually like 80%. Okay. I could be wrong on this number, but it's it's a very strong majority. Okay. Recover, make full recoveries. Okay. At what point do we sit down and ask right. ourselves, okay, is this crap really worth it? Like is what is is us shooting ourselves in the foot really worth it? Like, come on. I de- no. It's like I said the other. It's like I said a couple episodes ago. More people die in a car yeah. accident every day than die from the coronavirus every day. So let's yeah. just take, let's just quarantine. It's, from it's cars just for like there is always risk factors in life. When you drive a car, you are literally driving a deadly weapon. But you got to go to work. You got to get to yeah. work. You got to get to the store. You got to go. Yeah. You got stuff to do. 
you know, and and at what point do we realize that there are risk factors and there are trade offs? I, I don't think in life. anybody gets always trade offs. Trade offs in life, and this trade off, it just ain't worth it. Well, it's it, you know what, Noah? Like when you get in a car, at least subconsciously, Absolutely. you think to yourself, yeah. "I could die if I'm not careful. If I drive like a maniac, bad things could right. happen to me or to somebody else." This is the same thing. We should just be able to go outside and say, hmm, if I get too close to somebody, bad things might happen. I should stay yeah. a little bit further away from people than normal yeah. to protect myself and other people. I would bet you most people – it's it's like I, – if, if we just social distanced and we're just normal humans, yeah. this wouldn't be a big deal. But everyone freaking out about it yeah. makes it so much worse. And it drives me – up the wall it just does like i I, i'm so glad this hasn't really affected my day-to-day because i've still been able to go to work i've i've i mean i'll I'll be honest with you i've still been hanging out with my friends you know we have we uh we 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 do some uh social distance lunches uh, a lot of times we'll just go get our cars parked next to each other in the parking lot eat in parking lots i've hung out i've hung out with the exact same Um, people every almost literally almost every day for the past um month and a half Every night we get together and it's just, yeah. it's just three of us, but it's every night and, and nothing has happened. Yeah. What was it? Is it a, yeah. it, you Italian Duggar? And like, it, we're all yeah. fine and we're all I just th- fine. I thought, I thought I recognized them. So yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, individual Americans should be able Amen. to be individual. Americans. That's the title of the podcast there, Jesse. And here, individual Americans should be individual, should be allowed to be individual Americans. And you know what, you know what, like, kills me is like this, uh, this, like, the you're not yeah. saving lives thing, you know, when you're not wearing a mask, like, whatever, dude. Like, or like the people that, like, if you, like, I just want to make clear, like, me going outside didn't yeah. just kill right. a coronavirus patient. Okay, the coronavirus killed them. Me right. going outside didn't like expedite and, the process. And here's what's funny. You ready for this? You ready for this? Okay, it's, it's... think about this. And again, this is not a political con- uh, podcast, but we like we've just been going on a rant and we're on a roll right now, so we're just gonna keep going. But okay, think about this. Yeah. All these people who are talking about where masks save lives, masks save lives, value other people's lives. That most of them are pro-choice. Are you kidding me? Like, okay, yeah. I, you, you can, you can, like, I don't, I don't agree with the argument. You know, you're a man. You don't get a say. You don't have any knowledge on this subject. Blah blah blah. But I can point out logical flaws in your argument. Whenever you care about these lives, you don't care about that life. Come on, come, like, come on. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. I I can't even. Most of the time, I just you just got me on words for that. Oh, sorry, mid yawn. I know I can't I can't even like respond to that because yeah. you're so. Just, there's so much hypocrisy in America. I don't have um, the energy. Okay, we got to we got to start being stop being politically charged. Yes. Okay. <laughs> back to sports. Yeah, got to start. Gotta, back to sports. This whole podcast. Oh, man. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers devolved to Michael Jackson. Devolved to outrage culture. Michael, yeah, sorry, sorry. Michael Jordan. No, Michael Jordan. Devolved to uh, outrage culture. Okay, devolved to 
uh, coronavirus devolved to abortion. Okay. <laughs> What's it? I mean, honestly, I think we've actually talked about the coronavirus yeah. more uh, than we've talked about sports on but... this show. But, but I mean, it, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I mean, most coronavirus it, like, topics really are kind is. of hilarious. Um, I can... Like, there's just so much stuff that happens. It's like, really? Like, that's what you're choosing <laughs> to freak out about today? Karen? Yeah. <laughs> like, the lady, the lady who was, like, talking down to me because I wasn't wearing Am a mask. Am I your biggest concern of today? <laughs> Am I the only well, thing like, on you, your, you on know your what, plate? You know what I would... Dude, like, like, no, think about this. Like, if I was, if I was wearing a mask and, like, I thought that everyone should be wearing a mask, and I like was standing next to you, and you weren't wearing a mask. If my whole thing is to be as safe as possible, I wouldn't even speak to you. I would just go away, so that I wouldn't be in danger of getting your your germs, right? But it's not. That's not what it's about. It's about making people feel bad because yeah, they're not saving lives. I have I have to get my say in and let you know that you're a terrible person because you didn't wear a mask. You, you are killing people by not wearing a mask. You there still? Jesse. No man left behind, Jesse. No man left behind. Sorry, everyone. We had technical difficulties again. Uh, clearly, the FBI is onto us. They know that we know yeah, I know. We weren't, we weren't social distancing, and they, they found out about it. So. <laughs> They're like, we're shutting this down right now. We wanted to be individuals and uh, have, our, have our rights, so they said, uh-uh, nope. Anyways, uh, you were talking about masks. Masks, are gonna, you know, not wearing a mask isn't – what were you saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, bas- basically, I mean, all I have to say about it really is that – I, I think about in two weeks they're going to open up the gulags and start sending us to them when we don't social distance um, or we aren't sheltering in place. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when we Texans are going to get our guns. What's it? Yeah, they did this out of order. Like they forgot to disarm. Us. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, they they should have they should have realized that we uh, we have guns. No, like you you guys definitely should have like figured that part out. Like you should have effectively taken away all of our guns before you know trying to yeah. make us stay in our homes. Bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it's it's hilarious. I don't know. You know we're you know no. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to talk about communism. I, I could I you 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 of all people know how hard I can go on communism and socialism and how long it can take. So I'm just I not even going to go. I think you and I together could go so hard on communism. <laughs> We're going to go so hard on communism, bro. We're going to get those communists. So uh, all right, let's, uh, let's let's end on a positive note. Let's tell some happy okay. stories. Some happy. What, well, what's something happy? I got, happy okay, that I got a funny. I got a funny no. story for you. Okay, Jesse, I have a funny story for you. Okay. So I haven't taken Tucker to the dog park in Abilene. Uh, and so I've, I've taken him to the one um, on – oh, gosh, what's that? What's the road that runs parallel with Cooper? It's, it's, it's such with a – is it Collins? Um, I think it's Collins. Well, there's a dog park over there in Arlington, okay? There's, there's a couple, but there's one over there by the, like, the actual <sighs> shelter. Right. Um, 
and so I've, we, I've taken him there before and, and that's all good and fun. There's like, yeah, it's, it's really nice. Um, but I took him to the one in Abilene for the very first time. Right. There were two. So Tucker, Tucker is just, a, he's too big to be in the small dog area. Yeah. And he's a little, he's a little, just a little too small to be in the big dog area, which sucks because yeah. like Tucker's such like a, he's, he's just, he's literally a child yeah. in the sense that all he wants to do is have fun and, and be curious. Yeah. And it's the funniest thing because he like in when he's in the small dog area, we figured this out that he can't be a small dog because he would chase down other dogs, but the dogs were just like too small. They were they couldn't run as fast and this dog Tucker dude, he runs like a freaking greyhound. Okay. Yeah. And like he will chase these things down and he will literally run them over accidentally and it won't hurt them, but he'll run them over and so like, yeah. it just looks bad and it's not it's not a, a fun sight to see. And he doesn't yeah. mean to and he just wants to have fun. And so we were just like, Okay. We can't put him in a small dog. So we took him to the big big dogs, okay? Yeah. So I took, I took him to the dog park, took him to the big dogs. Um, didn't go to the small one, but there were two Siberian Huskies and then an, an older dog that was about Tucker's size. Two Siberian Huskies, okay? Their owners were sitting on a park bench just making out, you know, like you do, second base at a, at a dog park. Um, big dog. Big dog. <laughs> naturally. Let's take, a, let's take a moment to congratulate our boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that, but the, the, they had, that couple had two Siberian Huskies, okay? Uh, and so one of the Huskies, dude, I was pissed, okay, because they were, like, trying to, like, uh, like, he was, like, you know how dogs will get up all up on another dog, like, and just, like, sniff their butt and kind of thing? Like, they'll, like, put their, their neck on another dog's, like, back or, like, you know, just, like, play fight, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So so these, like, these Siberian Huskies are huge dogs compared to Tucker, okay? And, mm-hmm. you know, finally, I like it was at the point where um, I had to push and, and Tucker was just, just enjoying it because Tucker just likes to play with other dogs. He just wants a friend. Oh, Tucker. And yeah. so I finally had to push. I've had to push these these Huskies off. Um, and I, you know, the, the owner was helping. Um, and I just picked Tucker up and walked away. Yeah. Well, we walked all the way across the dog park, sat down on a bench. This was me and Shay. And uh, the, the Husky like starts to come over. And I'm just like getting ready to like push this dog away, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you right now that this dog, this Siberian Husky, was trying to um, sodomize Tucker. <laughs> yeah, and I was ha- I was having no part in that. Yeah. So what I did, I literally yeeted this dog with my foot. I was just, uh, uh-uh, you're not do- trying to do my. Do-. And luckily, nothing happened. Nothing ended up happening. Uh, but yeah. like this dog, like was on Tucker's rear end like trying to do stuff and i yeah. the second like i saw i noticed what was going on the second that i like saw that this dog <laughs> was about to do this i just yeeted that thing yeah i and yeah. i could have gotten my face just bitten off um because yeah. i was just like i was just down there but i was just like threw this dog off of tucker because i was yeah. not about to have my dog get sodomized by a siberian husky. oh certainly not <laughs> So what a day at the dog park. What a, I, like, I just was, I was done with it. Oh man. <laughs> and they kept like the owners who had like literally did nothing with their dogs. Like after this, like, yeah, I was kind of a little bit heated about it. Just like, come on y'all. Y'all got to realize this is like not acceptable. Yeah. Uh, but they were over there just sucking face. So yeah, life goes on, but that yeah. that's my story for the week. All right. I've got a pretty good one. So I'm, I have a friend and uh, her mom approached me and said, Hey, will you uh, redo our deck for us? Um, just come over, 
we want you to kind of fix some stuff, resand it, refinish it, power wash it, that kind of thing. I'm like, cool. I come over, I give my two cents on what I think needs to be done. Like, I think you need to replace that board, that one, that one, that one. Point those out. I said that I'm going to power wash it. Then I'm going to uh, sand it. And then I'm going to refinish it. And they're like, cool. So they sent me, uh, they send me to go get the wood. And my friend, she comes with me. And we get the wood. And I'm going to go cut it at uh, Richie's house, my uncle. Right. Hey, he's my uncle, too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Our uncle, Richie. Uh, for those of you all that don't know, me and Noah are step cousins. It's really confusing how we're related, but we are, and it just counts. So they we'll count. just leave it there. We are cousins. Yeah. Um, so we're going to Richie's house when my friend realizes. She goes, oh, my gosh, I haven't given them a graduation announcement. She's a 2020 grad. Um. So she's like, we need to go back to my house so I can get the graduation announcement. And I'm like, seriously? And she goes, yes. I was like, all right. Well, either way, I can go check the measurements for myself. Because I, because I had decided that I needed I, – I, I had told them to do the measurements for me because I wasn't there, right? Um, I was like, just give me the measurements and I'll go buy the wood. So I decided to go right. check the measurements while she goes and gets the uh, graduation announcement. Then, Noah, my friend utters this absolute gem of an idea. She goes – you know what? We can drop the wood off at my house before we go to Richie's. And I said, you know we're going to Richie's to cut the wood, right? And she was like, <laughs> she, goes, she goes, oh. And I, I was just crying. Then, Lord. Then, like, I told Richie the story, and he was like, well, maybe she, uh, she thought that we were gonna, you were going to take the saw back to her house. And she was like, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, shut up. No, it is not. No, it is not. You didn't think of that until you said that. <laughs> Gosh, maybe we can drop the wood off at my house. Like, yeah, then we'll get there. <laughs> we just want to deliver a uh, graduation announcement to you. Here you go. <laughs> oh, I love that girl to death. She's a, she's a total sweetheart, but just sometimes just hilarious. Just hilarious. Uh, just, um, uh, I tell you what. Tell you mm. what. We're gonna go saw wood, but we're not gonna have any wood because we're gonna we're gonna save time and drop drop it off at her house before we get there. <laughs> uh. But like before that, so I got uh, I got these like uh, two by sixes that uh. were sixteen feet long. Jeez. Yeah, but what I didn't realize is like I, I like didn't think about it like that's too long for my truck. Like it's just gonna fall out. Because, oh, it's sure, too, yeah. because my truck is only like an eight-foot bed, I think, or like a nine-foot mm-hmm. bed or whatever. So it's going to be unbalanced, and it's going to fall out easily. Yeah. So I gave her my keys, and she drove, and I sat in the back of the truck with these giant pieces of wood and just, like, held on to them. <laughs> <laughs> drove, dude, dude, drove from the, the Lowe's in the, in the Arlington Highlands to Richie's house in the back of the truck. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I bet you other cars were probably just steering clear dude, of you, dude. They literally like they were just they, everyone would look at me and I would just like give them a wave or like give them one of the cool like sup looks, you know, like sup sup sup. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious, and it, it it was honestly like kind of scary just because it's like, whole, like you're just thinking like if anything goes wrong, I'm dead. Like, Matt, yeah. Matt, like, I mean, when we're going 35 miles an hour, like, a, a, a crash is going to send me out of the vehicle, for sure. Oh, no doubt. Easily. Which is kind of funny to think about. Like, I think, honestly, if, like, if I could choose a way to go, getting launched out of the bed of a truck, 
on a freeway would probably be it. <laughs> you were wait, hold on. You were on the bed of the truck on on twenty? No, 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 no. I did not. We I, she didn't go down twenty. Um, oh, did y'all go we, down? We, uh, go down Cooper? No, I don't even think we went on Cooper. She like took this like back roads way, kind of. Okay. I mean, there were some big streets that we were on. Um, I think we were on Cooper at one point. But I mean, like, dude, from the low. Oh, I know the, the back roads way. I yeah, know the back roads dude. way. Okay. So I went down but, Arbrook and then went down Mansfield, yeah, which is yep, like parallel yep. to Cooper. Yep. And then went down. Uh, yeah, dude. Oh my gosh, I still yeah. know. I was like the back of my hand. Dude, like, the, the, like that's a long. That's a pretty long drive. The Highlands oh, to Richie's yeah. house. That's not close. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. And uh, you know what's funny, Noah, is like the reason we got. So I had a. Ri- I had to go back to the store because the measurements I got from them were wrong. One person, they had three people doing the measurements, and my friend and her mom got them right, right? Sure. But the one measurement that was wrong was the mom's mom, the grandma, who was somehow a foot off. Oh. A foot off, Noah. Like, short or long? Oh, uh, long, or short, I'm sorry. Oh. She said it was 11. Oh. Yeah, she said it was 11 feet, and it was 12 and 5 eighths. And I got 12 oh. foot, pe- no, I got 12 foot pieces of wood because she said it was 11 feet. Right. And obviously they don't make like 11 foot pieces of two by sixes. Like you have to get like right. eight, 10, 12, whatever. So I was five eighths of an inch short, which is why I had to go back and get the 16s. What a because hassle. they didn't have, they didn't, they didn't have 14s. Noah. they just had 16s. And like the, the entire time I'm in the bed of the truck, I'm like, I might die for five eighths of an inch. <laughs> which is, which is what it is i was just like i was just like goodness like literally for five eighths of an inch i might die yeah what a story uh, what a story yeah all right dude we are way over time oh but it yeah. was great and i enjoyed it uh we got pretty uh political there but yeah um, we'll be we'll be way... more light we'll be more lighthearted and goofy next episode yeah, i've got absolutely Next episode, just a preview, we are going to be talking about the top 10 championships of this decade. Yes. Uh, from the MLB, NFL, and NBA. We will both have lists. Um, yeah. I myself I'm going to be, be watching, watching a lot of championships this yeah, upcoming week. I'm going yeah, to be watching a lot of the games. Um, uh, it'll be a good time. Yeah. And with that being said, I'm Jesse. I'm Noah. And this is usually right, but probably wrong.